It's time to be a boss. Have a vision, a passion, and a drive. The Beauty Boss Show. With Brenda Oliveras. Don't let fear interfere. Live from the ACU of Texas Studios. You're going to give it all that you have. It's the Beauty Boss. Everything that's inside of you, you're going to give it all. Here's your host. No matter what. Brenda Oliveras. Good morning, good morning. It's a wonderful Monday morning here in Houston, Texas. It is the day after Mother's Day, and hope all you fabulous moms and boss kind of moms, y'all had a wonderful, wonderful Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to, to you all. So today, what is today? So all of y'all know that I have a co-host in here twice a month now, so David, two times. Two times a month. So David McCord with RDA Promart. Um, as y'all know, he's in here at the end of the month for product review. And now we're going to do a special um, business talk. Yes. Now it's going to be all about salon business and how to grow your business, some marketing ideas, anything that you need to know about business. Right. Right. So- First off, you're looking rather tan. I am very, very tanned and no makeup, no makeup <laughs> on today. But so as y'all can imagine, I um, I am Latina, but I look like extra, extra Latina today. <laughs> I know, a, a, and I can't do the accent, but I know a lot of Latinas yeah. that love the tanning bed. Oh, love the tanning bed. And this is no tanning bed. This so. is um, between kayaks, kayaking, because my fiance is huge kayaker and now he's gotten the whole family into it and fishing we love fishing now too so can you imagine me like I never thought that I would ever love this lifestyle but I do and um but then yesterday my brother did a special he got all the guys so my brother-in-law Garen and and my brother they cooked breakfast for us yesterday morning so it was fried eggs and sausage right bacon no no are you kidding like this is how we do it this is how we do it um it was like eggs fajita meat uh beans like beans uh like frijoles arachada mm-hmm. refried beans i mean everything that you can think of it was out there sausage everything and then we started swimming he even had mimosas chocolate covered strawberries cake i mean the whole nine yards and then we started swimming, hanging out, and he started cooking ribs and chicken. I mean, yeah, you d- we did we had a Mother's Day. <laughs> so I cooked breakfast too. Yeah. Yeah, toaster strudels. What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> wife is listening right now, going, why didn't I get that? <laughs> All right, she slept in. We let, we let her sleep till seven thirty. Oh yeah, see, lucky lucky her because I was up at six a.m. <laughs> so. Awesome. Well, so, cool. so uh, let's get into this business stuff. So let's talk about what's going on right now. So yeah. we're in May, June. Mm-hmm. So we need to have a game plan for May, June. Yes. Um, we just finished March, April, which is a real big appointment month. Yes. So that would have been your, your rebooking months. So now May, June, we're looking at referrals. Mm-hmm. So we have to get in referral mode. So that's getting referrals a smart way too, as far as social media, you mm-hmm. have your consultant is her name Ann. yes Anna. (laughs) so she would be a great resource for this yeah so when I talk social media as far as getting referrals I ask the salons or the stylist what do you do when someone likes your picture and so what do you do 
So when someone likes my picture, man, I do a lot of things. For one, I like jump up like that's a big deal for us. It's a it's a big deal. Um, But I also sometimes will reach out to them, you know, and let them know, you know, hey, by the way, I noticed that you like my picture. These are some specials that are going going on. So that I'd like to extend to you. That's exactly what you need to do. Mm-hmm. When I talk to a lot of stylists and a lot of salons, salon owners, they tell me that they jump up and down and high five each other because they got a like on their yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. And then that's as far as it goes. And then especially if you have a you know someone that is maybe known in the area or you know like local celebrities or even you know someone who's higher up or product brands and stuff like that, even. Even more of a big, bigger deal. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of potential right there. Yes, for sure. So when someone likes your, your post, your picture, whatnot, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you need to re-contact uh, them mm-hmm. as far as reaching out to them and saying, hey, I noticed you like this picture. If you're ever looking for a new style, a new look yourself, mm-hmm. please reach out to me. And you can attach an offer, whatever that offer is, oh, just yeah. to kind of entice them. Yeah, yeah. So, Referrals are big, May, June. Mm, yes. So, uh, Also, what I wanted to go over today is just the topic of independent contractors, uh, what we used to call Good. booth rent. I'm trying to get away from that terminology. Yeah, change up the language. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, we even say self-employed stylist. Yes. So we need to start getting, working on a budget. So throughout the show, mm-hmm. we'll be hitting on the different types of budgets that that the self-employed stylist needs. Yes. A lot of them, for instance, they think they get to keep all their money that they make <laughs> in actuality what's happening they get to touch the money yeah but they're not keeping all that money yep so yep yep and that's so true i love that you mentioned that because like when garen looks at my square reports he's like wow you brought in x amount of money and i'm like that's not everything that goes in my pocket right <laughs> yeah. that's just the sales that have come through but there's a lot that goes into it Right. It's a business. It absolutely. It's and a business. if you mess up on your numbers with the government, yep. you're going to be hurting in a, in a while. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Uh, also I wanted to talk about the average ticket. It's very important that you know what your average ticket is. Mm-hmm. If you don't know it, you can't grow it. Yeah. So a lot of people when I talk to them and I ask them for average ticket, what's mm-hmm. your average ticket? Mm-hmm. They just blank blank stare. Like, "Huh?" Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. I get $50 for a retouch, you know, yeah. that's about all I hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's so true because most, most independent contractors are not tracking their own sales. They're just re- looking on their books. They're just looking Do on their books. Do I have someone coming in and at what time? Yep. Yeah. So. And how important it is for independent, you know, even more so to track what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So, and then along with the, May, June plan, we have the referrals, but you also need to constantly be thinking of retail or mm-hmm. home care sales to your customers as well. Yes. Because you want those sales to pay for your professional use products. So if you don't have those sales, that's even less money that you're putting in your pocket. Mm. So we're going to talk a little bit about some promotion ideas. And then the prep work, what kind of prep work do, are we doing for the next promo period? Yeah. And it's almost... It's, I don't know the word for it, but we're ending the school year right now, mm-hmm. but we need to start planning the back to school right now as well. Yes. So it's almost have like an oxymoron, yep. but as one is, is finishing, we need to have the 
groundwork for the beginning of the other one. So what goes on in the July, August promotions are leader, leader duos. Mm -hmm. So those are the best times to buy the leader promotions from your distributor. David, would you say with going on this, you know, because this is some really good stuff to, to think about, um, that stylists probably don't normally think about. And now that you're bringing it up, they're going, they're having an aha moment right now. I almost guarantee it. But would you say that right now, like they're probably saying, having that aha moment and then going, okay, but how do I start, you know, do I just start ordering this stuff and just having it? Or would you agree and say, maybe we need to start educating our clients and saying, you know, the next time you come in, this is what I'm going to have available because we're gonna, I'm going to have some great promotions going on. Right. So kind of tease them a little bit. What client is the perfect client for the leader promo? It's mm-hmm. the client that has the, the family, you mm-hmm. know, where everybody's in the same shower using the same stuff. Yes. So it makes more uh, economical sense yes. if you purchase in bigger, it's cheaper by the ounce. Right. Absolutely. So, um, also, if it's a, a multifamily where they're getting a lot of chemical work done, so it's a lot of girls in the family, a lot of mm-hmm. highlights, a lot of color going on, mm-hmm. uh, even texture services. So yes, it would be more beneficial to buy the big bottle. Yes. Now, if it's a bunch of guys, you can get like one liter of shampoo they can use for shampoo, conditioner, body wash, everything else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that way they leave your good stuff alone. Which is really big because guys are usually, they love the three in one. Yes. I don't want to have it, to have all this stuff in my shower. I want to have one thing that I can do X, Y, Z. And I know a lot of the manufacturers that listen, if, when they hear me say this, they'll probably cringe, but uh, I shave with shampoo. Yeah. So while I'm in the shower. So. Yeah. Well, but it's true because most of the shampoo that are professional shampoo, you know, product brand, you're getting all the, you know, the oils, the emollients, everything that you need yeah. versus going to the store and getting some off-brand shave cream. Yeah, just the, the cream, the foam in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the rebooking as well. Mm-hmm. Because what we witnessed around 2008 mm-hmm. when the economy crashed was the clients started extending their appointments out longer. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of stylists in, in this industry that were taking a hit to the income big time because of right. it. They had the same amount of clients just less appointments coming in. Yeah. So they were looking at a good 25, 30% cut in pay. So we want to work towards uh, building up our clientele so that we don't feel that if the economy tanks again. Right. I'm not saying it will. Yeah. I have no clue as far as that goes, Mm. but just as a protective measure, you need to cover your bases. Yeah. That's good. So uh, what else should we talk about, Brenda? So, um, you know, with with coming coming up on the next segment, um, I kind of gave them the little teaser because you brought up about retail yes. and, and how that that's important. Because I'm big about with being a independent, and I call myself a sole proprietor. Um, you don't realize that your retail can actually pay your rent. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that way. That's more money that you put in your pocket as being a business owner, you know, stop depending on your actual sales to pay your rent where your retail is paying your rent. Um, You know, we discussed this, you know, several times Mm -hmm. about how so much diversity and, you know, all of that and how it's important. A lot of people will say, I'm not a I'm not a salesperson. That's not what I do. I'm not either. 
you know, that's, I mean, I love touching hair, touching lives. That's what I love to do and, and being a creative. However, I want to make sure that everything that I did, it, I'm going to put that full coverage on them. So coming up on the next segment, I, we're going to discuss about the importance of retail going along with what you're doing behind the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. That sounds great. So it's coming your way. Join the beauty boss anytime on Facebook. Search Final Draft Radio. Final D-R-A-U-G-H-T Radio. Back to the beauty boss. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we were, we're discussing about business today, all about business. And so many of us are, you know, working behind the chair and we're independent. And today's show is all about you guys because this is where we're probably hitting. We just we're finishing up prom season. (laughs) We're finishing up prom season. Mother's Day was yesterday. I mean, talk about I mean, this Saturday was crazy. I mean, my niece is my assistant and she was like halfway through the day. She looks at me and she's like her words were back to back to back to back to back. And she's like do we stop? And I'm like, no girl, not until the end of the day. Uh (laughs) But I love it because, you know, I walked in the salon at eight o'clock in the morning. By the time you knew it, it was, you know, four, four 30 in the afternoon. And it was like, where did the time go? But I love days like that because it's yeah. like, yeah, it goes quick. It goes really quick. And your wallet fills up. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, lo- I loved Saturday. I'm not going to lie. I love Saturday. So, you know, with being as, cause as myself, so we're speaking about this and know that I'm right there with you guys because exactly what we're talking about, I'm in the same position. So I can totally relate to all the same, like, you know, those moments, I can totally, totally relate. Um, Today, we're talking about some game plans and getting ready to start thinking ahead. But one of the things that right before break, we were talking about retail, because sometimes some of us that are independent, we don't, we kind of shy away from retail. Yeah. And one of the big excuses that I hear from independent contractors is I don't have the space for retail. Yes. So as a distributor, I would love for you to carry the entire line. But I know realistically that's not feasible. Yeah. 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 Uh, And it's not practical. So however, David is amazing (laughs) about that. He will visit your salon and he will give you ideas. (laughs) I will find that space. He will find that space. Uh, Yes. So pick like the top five. Most stylists use five products on majority of their clients. Oh, for so sure. Those are the top five that you need to be you need to be selling. You can find space. It can be on the counter in front of the mirror. It can mm-hmm. be on a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. It could be above the shampoo bowl. You can find space for the top five products. So, and you can run your own retail promotion too as an independent contractor. Yes. You don't have to have twenty four, forty eight, seventy two of an item, but you can have six. Right. 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 Yes. So. Yes. And what's also really good is that. You know, people will say, I'm not a salesperson. I say yeah. it all the time. And I, and I always tell stylists, we're not salespeople. That's not who we are. You know, we're creatives. You know, we, we touch hair, you know, and we touch lives. That's what we do. However, just before break, I was saying, I have this, this in, my, in my mind that I always tell people, if you're going to go and buy a Mercedes, you're going to make sure that you have full coverage. Mm-hmm. You're never going to drive off with just liability, right? right. And that's so, that's so important. So the same 
mentality needs to be when we're when we're doing hair. You know, they come in and they drop a pretty penny. It's it's not cheap. I know a lot of my clients that do not let their husbands see <laughs> when they visited me, when they sat in my chair. So it is a pretty penny. You want to make sure that you ensure that. So you're educating. You're not selling. You're educating your client. And this is to benefit them. It's not about what's going just in your pocket. It's about the longevity of what they just purchased. So I'm glad you said that because it is educating. This is a very emotional business. Mm -hmm. We do get attached to our clients. And if, oh, gosh, yes. And if we ever feel... Uh, like a salesperson trying to talk product with them, then our intention's not there. We yeah, need to have absolutely. a better intention. Yep. Um, but the service is not over until you've made the retail recommendation. Yes. So just tell them what they need to use to maintain the look at home and then mm -hmm. leave it at that. It's up to them if they want it or not. You did your part. Yep. So always, always remember that. It's, the service isn't over until you make your recommendation. Yes. David, and on that note, why is it so important that retail, that they're purchasing it from us versus going to the store. Oh, because <laughs> okay, so. I kind of gave a teaser about what you were going to discuss today, and oh my goodness. I I think that that everyone should know because I'm very passionate about about this. Okay, anybody can Google this, but a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, the government uh, confiscated a bunch of cosmetics coming into California. Mm. Uh, they were. Uh, copycat products, mm -hmm. or counterfeit. Mm -hmm. And uh, they tested them and they found a lot of human feces in the cosmetic products. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you can Google you can Google it, but you when you buy it from the salon, you know it's coming direct from the manufacturer. It's yeah. not coming from some counterfeit yeah. organization that's not washing their and hands. It's some it's not someone's poop on, you on your head. I'm just saying, but when we talked about that, I was like, okay, everyone needs to know because I have, you know, where have been in a situation where a client comes to me and says, oh, I don't like this particular shampoo and conditioner. I'm thinking, man, that stuff is ama amazing. She's like, oh, it really dried out my hair. I said, you know what? I will replace that if you bring it to me. And I know some of you are thinking, why am I going to take the hit and, you know, cover the cost? You know why? Because I cared about that client. And that client's going to stay with me because I took that time to do this. When she brought it in and I compared mine to hers, she could not believe that it was not even the right product. Yep. You know, so that's why it's so important. And that client still to today is still my client. Yep. You know, because I took the time and I cared. Yep. And that's and Like I said, it's an emotional business. And if the client feels that you're trying to take care of them, they're going to take care of you in the yep. long run. Now, that being said... You're going to have the clients that are going to shop the grocery stores no matter mm -hmm. what. You're mm -hmm. going to have the clients that are sitting in your chair. You tell them the product they need to use, and then they're going to break out their phone and whip out Amazon right in front of you and start <laughs> looking it up. I've had that happen before. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to have those loyal clients that will continue to purchase their products from you. Yes. And like we said earlier, it needs to pay your rent. It needs to pay for your professional products yeah. if you want to bring more money home. Yeah. So that being said, uh, as a self-employed stylist, you need to bring in in services eight times your chair rent. Yes. So if just to keep the math easy, so I don't have to break out the calculator, $200 a week chair rent means you need to bring in $1,600 in service money alone. That mm -hmm. does not include your uh, product sales. That does not include your tips. Yep. 
So if you are doing eight times your chair rent, then you're just ahead of if you were commission. Mm. So there's a lot of stylists that they're not hitting eight times a chair rent when they hit commission and they either struggle for several years or they just get out of the business. Yeah. So yes. we need to make educated choices. Uh, also, that being said, the salon owners need to be aware of this too. So if you have a blended salon where uh, commission and lease people, mm -hmm. there's always that commission person that wants can't wait to become lease. Right. They just can't wait. That salon owner needs to sit down with that stylist and show them, look, you need to be making eight times this figure right here in order to be successful behind the chair as self-employed stylist. So salon owners taking the time to educate their staff. Right. It's so, so important. A salon owner, it doesn't matter if you're a commission or if you're lease, you need to take care of your people. You need to help both of them grow. Yes. If not, your salon as a whole will go down. Mm. So... Uh, everybody wants education, right? Yes. So we hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter if you're a commission or a lease person. So if you can get in salon education, the, they, they both benefit from it. And then your salon as a whole will benefit. And, and you, you have more of the retention of your staff when you offer. I find that salons that offer ongoing education, those are the ones that end up keeping their staff a lot longer. Right. You're going to lose 10% of your staff every year, no matter what. And it tends to be the stylist that doesn't want to attend the extra educational events. So is it a real loss to mm. the salon? Absolutely. Well, there's some stylists that have quit, but they just haven't left yet. Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. uh, so at eight times the chair rent, what does that, how does that break down? So 200 of that is your rent, right? Just mm -hmm. for easy math. Mm -hmm. So your supplies are going to run you, your professional supplies, 10%. Yep. So that's $160 right there. Um, after that, <clears throat> you have taxes. You have to pay the government. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of um, people that are getting caught not paying their 15%. So make sure you pay your 15% yep. employment tax. So that comes up to $240. And then you need to make sure you're setting money aside for vacation because as a independent stylist, we love to take our vacations. Yes. And then you need to set money aside for marketing. So what is marketing? Mm. Marketing and education go hand in head. So it could be business cards, gift certificates, uh, ads. Uh, now that we have social media, that budget has, you know, been, we can do more with what we yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, Vacation, I don't ever see anybody putting money aside for their vacations. The reason you need to have that set aside is so that you can pay yourself when you do take that vacation and it's not a hit. So if you take mm -hmm. a vacation and you're not able to pay yourself, it's going to take two, wor two weeks worth of service to cover every week of vacation just to get caught up. Oh, wow. So that's why you need to make it in your budget. Yeah. So if you follow all those guidelines, you're going to be making approximately 53% commission. Mm-hmm. Whereas the average stylist, I want to say, makes probably, what, 50? Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. you're just three points above Yes. if you're doing eight times your chair rent. So. That's good stuff. Really good stuff. Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, when we become independent, there's not a particular class that teaches this. We kind of oh, no. learn along it's the way. It's hard yeah. <laughs> yeah, you learn al along the way. So this is good stuff. Yeah, and so the, one of the things that you need to track so that you can hit these numbers is your average ticket. 
Uh, like I said earlier, a lot of stylists won't track their average ticket, but if you don't know it, you can't grow it. Mm-hmm. And a $10 increase in your average ticket is just shy of $15,000 pay increase. Yeah, so. So, which is going to bring us into the next segment because cool. a lot of people, sometimes they think, oh, when do I get a raise? And when is the right time to raise my prices? That's a good one too. Perfect. Then And so these are things that we have to think about because we don't want to get burnt out in the business and what we're doing. We want to continue growing it because this is what we love and are passionate about doing. So coming up, that you want to take a vacation like David was talking about, you want to give yourself an increase, a $15,000 pay increase a year, find out how you can do that next. Back to the Beauty Boss Show with Brenda Oliveris, live from the ACU of Texas Studios. Check out Brenda on Instagram, at the real Brenda Oliveris. The Beauty Boss Show, exclusively on Vinyl Draft Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. So I know you're sitting at the edge of your chair right now because you heard the word, how can I give myself a raise? And especially $15,000 is a big deal, giving yourself a raise. It's huge. And it's huge. And, you know, since we are self-employed, we're sole proprietors, we don't have to go to our bosses and say, hey, I'm doing a great job, so I would like to have a raise. No, now it's on us because we are our own boss. We know what we're worth, but sometimes we don't have a game plan on how do we go about this? You know, when is the right time to raise our prices? You know how many times I facilitate in classes and I'll ask, you know, when was the last time you gave yourself a raise? And I'll go three years, five years, 10 years. And not many people do. You know, they forget that while other businesses, I mean, at least give you the three to five percent increase cost of living, and we can't even give ourselves that. Well, and that's one of the downfalls of having such an emotional type business mm-hmm. when you're you're touching people individually. Um, a lot of times, you might feel bad about going up on your prices because, mm-hmm. you know, Mary she can't afford it. You know, she's on fixed income. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that, and you could pick a day of the week. Maybe it's one of your slow days mm-hmm. when you can have your fixed income people come in. Yes, but don't do it every day. Right. Because when you do that, you've just set yourself up for fixed income the rest of your life as well. Yes. This is one of the only industries, too, where you can give yourself a pay raise today if you want it. Mm-hmm. Whereas all the other industries have to wait for a cost of living increase if they're lucky. Yep. Which is maybe 2%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and you can give yourself thousands of dollars raised from the get-go. Right. You just have to be disciplined about it. And you have to know. You have to study. Mm-hmm. You have to know the figures. So at $10 and 25 guests... Uh, average ticket increase, you're looking at a $14,375 pay raise. Wow. If that was 30 guests, that's over $17,000 pay raise just by raising your average ticket $10. How can you raise your average ticket? So it's through your product sales, right? Mm -hmm. That's one way to do it. Mm -hmm. Your service sales. Uh, There's also add-on sales. So just because someone's booked for a shampoo, haircut, blow dry, doesn't mean you shouldn't in the consultation suggest maybe a couple of highlights maybe a glossing service, maybe a conditioning treatment, maybe a brow wax, yeah. maybe uh, a facial pill. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different types of uh, service that you can do real quick. Yeah. Uh, and if you really want to get serious about it, you could break it down how much you're making per minute so or per mm-hmm. hour yeah. so that you can compare yourself 
to what other industries are doing. One thing that breaks my heart is when I go to a school and then the students tell me, I told my parents I wanted to do hair and they cried <laughs> or they fought me on it. <laughs> or they I'm were, one. <laughs> or they, yeah. they are making me go through uh, college first and then after I graduate college, I can do hair if I want. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there was a... Dave Kirby, I don't know if you've met Dave Kirby, he's with Summit Salons, but Mm-mm. he was in the salon consulting one time, and the owner, uh, who was also a consultant for the Summit Salon group, mm. was uh, doing the lady's hair, and the lady was crying because her daughter, who worked at the salon as a recept- or a front desk person, wanted to go to cosmetology school. And that the salon owner just simply stopped her, told her to calm down, mm-hmm. and she turned her chair and she said, look at all these stylists, I guarantee they're making more than your husband, who is the school district administrator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's because they had a plan. Mm-hmm. And then when she broke down and showed the, the plans that she uses to grow her stylist, mm-hmm. the mom calmed down and was cool with it. Wow. So you have to have the structure in place in your salon, especially if you're a salon owner trying to recruit new students. Yeah. Um, if you're an educator, you need to be able to sit down with these parents, too, and show them, look, you're... Your son, your daughter is not going to live on welfare, <laughs> right? This is how we're going to train them to grow in this industry. Yeah. So it's a it's a new enlightenment that's going on probably yeah. since 2005, 2008. So uh, one of the reasons that people get upset about our industry and the, the income when they look at national figures, it's because of self-employed stylists not reporting yeah. all of their money. Yeah. So as an industry, if we're not reporting all our money, we're hurting our own industry. Yes, we are. So Mm -hmm. we need to, if you're a self-employed stylist, you need to do things the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and if, if you're unaware on how to do that, actually, I'm going to have a a guest on, on the next, um, few episodes, uh, coming up, um, that she is a, CPA and tax consultant. And we are going to discuss all those details because it's really important to know who in the area knows how to handle this type of business and connect with them because, you know, so many of us, you know, lose that, you know, either we try to do it ourselves with TurboTax and we're unsure on for, like you said, one, we don't, don't report exactly right. what you're supposed to be reporting, but you're also losing money that way because you're not reporting the things that you should and writing off the things that we should be writing off that we don't think about. That's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And are you incorporated? Mm-hmm. So there's a Big lot deal. of self-employed stylists that haven't even incorporated. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, you can pay yourself dividends if you incorporate. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, just to break down the average ticket real quick, how I got came up with that fourteen thousand, seventeen thousand. If it's a $10 increase, 25 clients per week, that's $250 more per week. Multiply wow. that by 15%, which is your tips. That came up to $37.50. You add it together, it's $287.50. Wow. Multiply it by 50 weeks, because yep. we take two weeks off for vacation. Yep. You're looking at $14,375. Wow. Right. I mean, right there. That was quick. (laughs) (laughs) That was like like one of those auction. (laughs) But just if you want more than that, increase your client count and get the referrals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with the referrals, you know, because so many of us don't think about referrals. I know I depend on referrals. I I mean, I, I love referrals. What would you say is the top 
idea or two top ideas when it comes to referrals? How can they go about this? Okay, so no one gets excited over 10%. Mm-hmm. So you need to, and no one likes to do the math in their head. So mm-hmm. you need to come up with a dollar figure and it needs to be something that will excite them like $20. So $20 mm-hmm. off any service, $50 or more for the new client that you referred. When they come in, you're going to get a phone call from me. Thank you so much for sending Betty. She's, I'm going to take great care of her. This is the best compliment you could have ever done. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to extend that $20 discount to you as well. Yeah. So both, it's a win-win mm-hmm. for both people. Now, that's mm-hmm. a non-aggressive way to do it. If mm-hmm. you want to be aggressive and you really want the referrals to come in, mm-hmm. you offer it to your color clients. If you send me a color client that has not seen me before, mm-hmm. I will give you your next color service for free. Oh, yeah. So. I um, I, I I can almost imagine some of my clients are going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> give me this. Give me this. I will do it. <laughs> so it's a good one. With every new color client you get. Now, the key to a referral program is you have to rebook them before they leave. If you do not rebook that new guest before they leave, you're yes. only going to retain one out of every four. Absolutely. So I love that you brought that up. You have to rebook. You have to rebook. So as long as you're rebooking, each new referral that you get is going to be at least three to to six hundred dollars extra a month, or mm-hmm. not a month, a year. So that's huge. Yeah. You add it up. If you bring in what ten, that's three to six thousand dollars extra. If you bring in, well, fifty. Yeah. I need my calculator. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking but, at twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, and and it's so. It, I love that because sometimes we don't think about residual income. Yes. And right there is your residual income. And color clients prevent boredom Mm -hmm. because there's always a change. Yep. So. Yeah. And then when they come in, I don't know about, you know, with you dealing with stylists and even stylists, you know, anyone that's listening right now, but I am big about when they come in, I sit them down at my chair. I do not mix up color yet okay oh it's terrible if you mix up color yeah if you mix up color you know as your client is coming in you're already you're setting yourself up for failure i'm sorry to say if i just bursted your bubble no i'm not even going to say i'm sorry because you're you're doing yourself an injustice because every time my client comes in there's always a new trend there's always something different i never mix up color until i do my consultation again i don't care how long you've been coming to me but that there is room for opportunity each time they sit in your chair. It also sets me apart from other stylists because I'm giving them something different and I'm offering something different. Everybody wants something. They want to be offered more than what they came in for. Absolutely. So if they just come in for a haircut and you offer them conditioning treatment, makeup, whatever, mm-hmm. they, they want to hear it. They mm-hmm. want the offer. Yep. Uh, also... As a self-employed stylist, you need to have more in your back bar than just six in, five in, (laughs) seven in. I have visited (laughs) salons like that, and I'm going, this is all the color. Oh, it works on everybody. All I do is change my developer, and I'm going, what? (laughs) So start building your, your color portfolio. Yes. So you don't have to carry every single one. You can mix you know, if space is an issue, mm-hmm. but you've got to have options, yeah. especially if you're going to be trying to recruit new clients because you don't know if it's going to be a redhead coming in, a blonde, a brunette. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So you have to be ready for that situation. Yeah. And 
telling them to hang on and run into RDA real quick to go buy a couple of tubes of color. <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it, you need to start building your portfolio. Yeah. More professional. Right. Right. Yep. I don't mind being your dispensary, but yeah, we got to have options for your customers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Also, uh, rebooking, since we brought that up, it doesn't matter if you're a new, say you're fresh out of school, mm-hmm. you can either go to work in a salon where you get eight new clients a month mm-hmm. or you get 24 new clients a month. Eight being the slower salon, 24 being the, it's got a lot of walk-ins, right? Mm. You can make a living at either one of those as long as you do it right. And that's okay. through rebooking. So if you were, went to a salon that you received eight new clients per month and you rebooked 60% of those clients, you will have a full clientele in four years. So full mm-hmm. clientele is around 200 to 10. Yeah. So, yeah. So rebooking, I hope you are, you are listening to this because another one, another little teaser before yeah. we come back for our last segment, rebooking, how, how important it is and how you're setting yourself up for success for the next several years. And especially even going, you could use this in heading your way towards retirement in our business. There you go. Living like a boss or beauty boss with Brenda Oliveris. All right. Next. So we, right before break, we were talking about rebooking, setting yourself up for success and how this is potential, not only, you know, for several years, but even heading towards retirement yeah, in our business. So, well, Right before we left, we're talking about slow salon, busy salon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you were the stylist that was in the eight new clients per month salon mm-hmm. and you rebooked 60%, mm-hmm. you would build a clientele in four years. On the other end, if you're at the busy salon, 24 clients new to you per month and you only rebooked 20% of those clients, it's going to take you 12 years to build a clientele. Wow. So wow. It, does, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, in that slow salon again, if you were to rebook 80% of those clients, it would take you two and a half years to build a clientele. That is extremely realistic. Yes. You just have to ask. And it's how you ask. Make sure the cape is still on the client, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're asking for the, uh, for the rebook, because the weight of the cape, the client's still in salon mode, salon mind. Yes. You take the cape off, their mind just goes to everything else they have to do for the day. Yes. Yes. Especially if they're feel like they're running a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. So then it's just crazy scatterbrain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, You got to track this stuff. You need to track your average ticket, retail to service, your rebooks and referrals if you want to retire, because that's Mm -hmm. how you're going to make all your income. Mm -hmm. There's a, if you uh, go on summitsalon.com, they have a lot of plans that you can look at a lot in their blog, different things that you can do, suggestions Mm -hmm. to help you along that route. Yeah, because in our industry, you notice that so many, I mean, go until the very, 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 very end because they did not look at setting themselves up for success early on with this type of plan, exactly what you're talking about. There's no game plan set in place. Yeah, so as a distributor, when I go into salons, I go into salons where I see a lot of young stylists, and I go into a lot of salons where I see the older the older stylists. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few salons that I go into, and they have walkers mm-hmm. right there next to them. So mm-hmm. they're, they're in it t- to win it. I mean, they're going all Until, the way with this. Yeah. But what is sad to me is when I start noticing there's a not a stylist there, and I ask what happened, and it's like, oh, well, she, she's no longer in the business anymore. 
Mm. And there's no retirement party. They just wow. kind of fade away. Mm-hmm. And that's terrible. I yeah, mean, there, there should be a legacy in this industry yeah. for us. So, mm-hmm. uh, And that's a, a totally different show altogether. No, oh, yeah. We so, could do a whole segment on that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I want to see everybody in this industry succeed. So start tracking. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. There's planners that you can buy. I mean, your appointment, you can use your appointment book as a tracker mm-hmm. and a planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, one thing about tracking your numbers, it's great that you're tracking them. Mm-hmm. But if you're not planning also, it's like you're on the back of the boat looking where you were. Yes. And so you don't know where the boat's going. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always suggest if you see someone coming in for a haircut, blow dry, always offer something more to them than what they came in for. Is everybody going to take you up on that extra offer? No, mm. but a lot will. And so your income grows that way yeah. so in the same amount of time. There's so many different services, add-on services that you can do yeah. in that same amount of time that you have on book for that client. I agree. So mm-hmm. now if you have the gaps or what I like to call opportunities in the day, then you can mm-hmm. be more creative. You can do more chemical type services, yes. offerings to these clients as well. Mm-hmm. So Yes. Yeah. Fill it up. Uh, and I always say don't discount because it makes your service look cheaper. Mm-hmm. But there's a smart way and there's a wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. That being said, a great way to do it is with a color client if you that comes in every four weeks or every five weeks but they're always complaining about the little gray that they're starting to show if you could talk them into coming in every three weeks it would benefit them and benefit you how one they don't see the gray but instead of let's say if your retouch is sixty dollars if they come in every three weeks you're getting ninety dollars in six weeks if you discount them to 45 mm-hmm you're getting $90 instead of the 60. Yes. So that's a smart way to discount. Yes. So it's not just giving away money to give it away. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, with speaking on that, because that's something that I offer, you know, I have a lot of three-weekers and four-weekers, and then I have some that, like, have to be on three weeks, but they're, like, mm, you know, using other products in between, you know, store-bought products Mm. because they don't want to be in my chair. So I have offered where an actual service that is a, um, it's like a half price of what my normal would be. And it's taking just the retouch in the more visual places. So this keeps them away from buying store-bought stuff, but also that I take the time and care for them that, what's visual to the eye and to the public that's not going to be forever and their confidence is there and then they love me and i'm a, uh, and i'm wonder go. woman at the end of the there day you, go. <laughs> you got a client for life yeah forever uh, <laughs> that's also the the type of client that would be perfect for sending referrals to you yeah absolutely so a lot of times might be you, you said you had clients that hide the expense from their husbands mm-hmm. if they were to send you a referral and they got their next color free mm-hmm. you don't have to hide sister <laughs> And she's free to change it up, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so. so what else did you do this weekend for Mother's Day? So, man, this was, this was good stuff. So Mother's Day weekend, I got a car. I got an oh, SUV. Okay. Yeah. So we were in need of a... Um, you know, running a business and running around and all that. We had been on one car and now I have my second vehicle and it's a, a big SUV. So um, I have 
you know, the um, racks on the top oh, for my go. kayaks. Right. <laughs> but I have enough room in the back to carry products and so on. Because as you know, Beauty Boss does make appearances in salon, does in salon training, um, along with RDA. You right. guys do training as well. And so lots of opportunity there. So I needed to make sure I had a vehicle to get to to my stylist and to my salons uh, to visit. So that was a, a nice surprise. <laughs> uh, so if you're a salon next to the water bonus yeah a bonus <laughs> very much bonus if you're next to the water we can have a class and then we can go kayaking after <laughs> so man this was good good stuff today david and thank you for for bringing in i love the idea that now we are going to partner twice a month right you know as everyone heard twice a month so at the end of the month of course we still have product review which is always fantastic but also know that even though the second week of the month will now be with David and doing nothing but business. Now, here's the key. Whether you are behind the chair or not, some of this can work for you in other businesses, too. So no matter what type of business you're in, you can walk away with a lot of good information from today. Business like, principles or uh, business principles. Uh, yeah, they're all business all the way around. So um if you love what we're doing and you are, say you're in real estate or, you know, whatever you may do and use some of these principles and you needed a good hairdresser to stand in front of people, you know where I'm at. So, yeah. <laughs> so thank you, David. Um, thank you. It all, it's always a pleasure to have you um, on the show. And, you know, hope you you guys got a lot of information. It was a great show. Great information. Um, how you can visit um, RDA if you like I said, looking for some some room in your spot, need yep. some help, make sure to reach out to David McCord at RDA, at RDA Promart. And then as well, you can also look for me on Instagram, Facebook, and my website at brendaolivares.com. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Beauty Boss Show. See you next week. Get in contact with The Beauty Boss anytime at brendaolivares.com. Check out Brenda on Instagram at the real Brenda Olivares, The Beauty Boss Show on Vinyl Trap Radio.